Hi, welcome to the Casual Vibes Podcast. This is your host, Align. The vibes are immaculate right now. I have somebody right in front of you. Her name is Kayla. Say what's Hi, up, guys. Kayla. Hi, guys. What's up? <laughs> How are you feeling today, Kayla? I'm feeling pretty good. How are awesome. you? I'm great. Thank you for asking. <laughs> it course. is currently 8 p.m., so we spent the whole day doing our own thing. So I just want to know how your day went by so far. Uh, it was good. I had therapy today, so it was pretty chilling. That's that's a good thing, you know, therapy. Yeah. All it's right. very healthy for the mind. It's healthy. You know, speaking of the mind, I know you're very interested in uh, spirituality. So yes. tell me about that. Um, so I honestly, it kind of just started like with seeing like angel numbers, which I'm seeing a lot of people are like kind of going through right now. Like they're seeing those, you know, three, three, threes, 11, 11, um, it started like that. And then just like, kind of like believing in myself, never being religious. And it just, it's giving me something to like, not believe in, but, you know, practice and it's it's all about you you know you are the universe i feel like that's, that's okay spirituality that's cool now you don't you don't uh so like what do you mean by the universe like how what do you how do you practice your spirituality well okay so to answer your first question the universe is literally the planet you're on the sun that gives us our light every day the vibes like, the vibes like it's literally just everything that's out there the space like it's so we don't question it and i've always questioned it like i've always felt super attached to space and stuff like that when i was a kid and you know i just it's just the universe like everything that's so much bigger than you are you know and what was your second question <laughs> how do you practice your spirituality um well, for me, it's like being in tune with myself, um, you know, trying to cut out toxic habits, knowing that I have the power to manifest whatever I believe in. And crystals help me a lot, too. Um, is yeah. that is are crystals how you manifest certain um, things? You yeah, you can manifest things with crystals because crystals are like they're basically like like magnets for certain things so like for example i know you know the rose quartz is for love and for self-love and right now i have actually carnelian on which is for um confidence so it boosts your confidence things like that you know like they all have different purposes but you know you can always set a certain intention for a crystal and there's crystals that um are more like magnets so you set your intention for what you want it to attract into your life so yeah so you know how you have crystals that core what's it called again cornelium carnelian carnelian yeah it's for confidence right yeah okay now what are these one of these things right here that i have on my wrist is for confidence i forgot which one so don't ask me right now but <laughs> either way what is your favorite crystal um my favorite crystal right now is don't say carnelian no not carnelian Probably the rose quartz. I feel like ever since I started wearing my rose quartz more, it really did like boost my love life for some reason. Like it was just crazy. Like the attraction I was getting, like the attention and things like that. Um, like I, I didn't think it would, but it, it did. Okay. Now where, 
how can you wear these crystals? Like, I know you, I know you have one around your neck, but is there, is it actually like just any way to wear a crystal, like bracelets, necklaces? Yeah, bracelets, necklaces, and I have other crystals that I don't wear. I just keep them in my room. Um, and you could just like have them on your body, you know, like pendants, bracelets. I have, I know a girl that keeps these little cages. This is called a cage. And it's like this wire wrapped around, right? And the crystals are sitting in there. Um, and she keeps it in her bra. Or like other people do the same thing where they just put crystals in their bras. Or like there's crystals you can keep in your car for protection when you're driving, stuff like that. Like it's, it's That's crazy. Interesting. Like you can just have them anywhere, like anywhere that you feel like you need it. Now, you know more about this than I do. So hopefully you can answer this. But um, how do these crystals actually work? Like, how do they manifest? How do they, uh, for example, how does a rose quartz bring a uh, booster love life? Okay, well, the easiest way I can explain it is there's some scientists out there, let's just call them the crystal scientists, okay. that really just, I guess they figured out the meanings of the crystals depending on, you know, where they formed, the colors, like what energy they brought. You know, it's all very like, believe it if you want. You know, we're not forcing it down your throat. We're not telling you this is facts. Like, we're just like, these are crystals and they're on earth. They are serve a purpose, just like everything on our planet serves a purpose, right? True. So just put it that way, it serves a purpose for us and it, it can guide us. And, you know, you can have a crystal, right? And you can have it for months and it not provide anything for you, but it's only going to provide for you if you believe it will. And, you know, also you don't let your own negative energy overpower it too, because if you don't cleanse your crystal from the negative energy, if you don't, you know, set your own intention for the crystal, it's not going to work, you know? So it's all about you and your vibes. Perfect. You know, that makes so much sense. Now I have also something that's been bothering me lately and I, oh, maybe you can answer that, but you know, uh, do, do you believe in the whole, I guess it's called manifesting. Uh, I don't know what it's called the term, but let me just explain it to you. Basically, if you, you think positive thing, oh, you are what you attract or you attract what you what is it? You know what it is? Like the law of attraction. The law of attraction. That's what it is. The law of attraction. So yeah. how does you know? I believe in that. Do you? Of course. Yeah. I feel like we're magnets, and our brain is way more powerful than you think. So this goes to all the overthinkers out there. Every time you overthink, you're just manifesting those thoughts. Oh, that one cut deep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now. But like, how how does that work? I because I know you said I I'm assuming it has to do with the universe, correct? Yeah, think about it. Like I I just this is the simplest way I can explain it to you is we all are the universe. We are stardust. Like we're made of space. Like it didn't just uh, like it did appear. Space is just unexplainable. Like we don't know where it came from. We really don't know what it is. But all we do know is that okay, let's say there's space there's planets, all this formed. We are formed from stars and space and planets and all that. All that is the same energy, the same matter. So the easiest way I can explain it is that since we are the universe and we have like this like mind that can like think and do things, you know, we're not just like mindless robots. Like we have the power to like manifest. So we 
think something and we can achieve it, right? As long as you put your will and your energy towards it, right? Because everything has energy. So it's all about it's all about your energy. I think so. I don't know how else to explain it. It's super complicated. To explain. Of course, maybe maybe it doesn't need to get explained. You know what I mean? It doesn't. It doesn't. It's kind of like it's a it's for what you to believe. Exactly. Kind of. Now yeah. it's funny. It's cool you mentioned about the, about the whole we're all made of like stardust because it's true. Yeah. I, um. This is a perfect way to segment over to astrology, which is something that I'm also pretty interested in. I know you are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about it together before. Of so course. Cool. So tell me, let's just start off. What is your big three? My big three is Sagittarius sun, Gemini moon and Gemini rising. Cool. So what, you know, um, Sagittarius is what an air sign. Sag is a fire, fire, sign. fire. So then what is, yeah. so what, what's Gemini and uh, Gemini? Um, air. So then you have a fire and an air and air sign all Big paired three. together. And how, Gemini and Sagittarius are sister signs. So how does that work? Because you know how some people say like, fi- imagine your victory is fire, water and air, like you're in trouble. Like, how about yours? Can you describe um, your situation? For me, I feel like it's super complicated because I feel like my personality is just super boosted because I have, you know, my fire sign in Sag, my, that's my son, my core. Right. And then I have my two others, which is Gemini. And, you know, it's kind of just plays like almost like I'm in love with myself, like kind of like, cause you know, they say that Sag, your sister sign is like the, like your twin flame, your soulmate. Right. So I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm my own soulmate sometimes. That's good. Like, I don't know. It's super complicated. Like, and my, my whole chart is mostly fire and um, air. So it's. So you have a whole lot of self-love. A whole lot of uh, self-obsession. Self-obsession. So why not love? Why obsession? Why do you say obsession like that? Um, Because sometimes I don't feel like I love myself. Okay. I'm obsessed with myself for That's sure. That's normal. You know, yeah. I, I, you know, I kind of feel the same way. Yeah. Um, uh, can you tell me about my about my big three? I'm a uh, Virgo, Sun, Scorpio, Rising, and a Moon. I mean, a Cancer Moon. Uh-huh. Come on, roast me. Go ahead. Tell me how how <laughs> how do those three pair together? Okay. Well, personally, you already know how I feel about Virgos. I know how Imagine- everybody feels about Virgos. Nobody nobody Imagine- freaking likes Virgos. I mean, they're all right, but like I'm saying in romantic relationships for me personally, Virgos just haven't been it. And that's just because I feel like it's just in my nature, you know, Virgos are very like judgmental, argumentative and, you know, Asajj always wants to be right. And they always are right. I'm just saying that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I feel like yours is really interesting because you have you have almost kind of the same, but like different elements. Your sun is an earth sign and then your two others are both water. Um, so it's kind of like, I don't know. I feel like. Would you say I am a go with the flow type of person? I feel so. Yeah, maybe kind Cause, of. Because, you know, water, air, they both flow. Yeah, I'm maybe just. Water and earth. I mean, earth. Jeez. I feel like maybe your water is like making paths in your earth. It's eroding it. Wow. Whoa. Hold on. Why? Why? In a good. Okay. You know what? 
Um, I, I'm hoping that's in a good way. Don't roast yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, good or bad it, way. You know, everyone's. You know, it means that although you're very rigid because of your earth, you know, you you have that flow to you, and it's good. Oh, you and know what? You know what? You may be right. That actually, mm -hmm. the way you just said it, it makes sense. Yeah. Because you know, I feel I, I feel like my signs give me personality. Yeah, they do for sure. I mean, that's the point of signs. It's to, to to know what your personality is like. Okay, so then that's why people have like Mercury and Saturn, all these different planets, and then there's like houses in the planets and all this yeah. confusing so, stuff. I, all I could tell you is, you know, the planets mean certain things. And, you know, each sign behaves a certain way. So depending on the planet where it is, like, for example, I'll give you an example. My my Venus, which is the planet of love. So that's how you love is in Aquarius. Aquarius is a very it's an air sign. It's very like, you know, sexual, kind of like not committed, you know, kind of just like go with the flow, like ah, kind of like everywhere, you know, mm -hmm. and that's mostly with all air Venuses. They're very like not very committal people, you know. And especially with my sad son, that just kind of adds a cherry on top. They're like, fuck that. I want to be by myself. And I love myself more than I love anyone else. Okay. But would you say people like you with the sad son? And this is, this is make it more broad. An, an Aquarius Venus. Because, I mean, uh, yeah. Because you said that they're like not committed and they're like sexual. They're like um, all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. How would they settle down? Um, well, in a way, I wouldn't say that they're like super non-committal, but they're just like really like they just won't accept. Like they want the best, like I feel like every sign, even if they're non-committal, if they really wanted you, they will settle down and they will, you know, be with the person that they want to be with. But that's only if that's the right person and they really like that person. Because, of course, okay. like I've been in relationships before. Maybe they weren't the best, but I did like commit and stay with that person. And I have an Aquarius Venus. So cool. it doesn't really mean that you can't be in a relationship. It just means how you behave sometimes and how the most more things that you care about. Like right now, I'm definitely more in that just do what I want, you know, kind of mentality. Me too. Now, um, do you believe in free will? This is, this is, this is, this is like jumped from like two different like spectrums of, but free will is something yeah. that I have been talking to with my peers a lot, people yeah. that I work with. Um, and the general consensus is that you do have free will or this, um, like you can choose your own path Yeah, because free will is a term so there's two different ways you can go about free will there's a there's an argument where you have a already predetermined fate and anything you do any any decision you make uh it would always lead to where you were supposed to go yeah basically is the idea that when you're born you already have a story and you're just you're just playing along just along for the ride yep and then there and then there's the argument the, the the counter argument where nope that does not exist you are your own person there is no book or rather there is a book but you write your own story mm -hmm. and there is no um predetermined fate 
Where do you stand on that? Um, I definitely feel like, you know, free will is everything. Like you can't really say that anything is fate because I don't know if you've ever watched um, Black Mirror. I have. But have you seen the movie Bandersnatch? Yes. Where you get to see the reality. Yes, of what that was amazing. It's kind of just like that. Like, okay, if you decide to eat Frosted Flakes or Fruity Pebbles, like that can change the course of your you know your day or that, whatever that is okay, i'm sorry to interrupt but that is an idea that i have been obsessed with yeah <laughs> after watching bandage snatch and reading certain things and watching movies it just it's it's something and like watching loki i mean loki i'm watching loki too it's so good it's crazy how to like just eating something simple as cereal produces a domino effect of course for yeah. your for your day for your week for your month and i believe mm-hmm. in that yeah but it's not gonna be something big like if you eat freaking uh, cocoa puffs instead of like cornflakes today you're gonna like win a million dollars no it's just something that like slight changes yeah just a domino effect so yeah um yeah i kind of interrupted you yeah but so i was just explaining that like it's kind of like that like the choices you make do have an effect on how you know what happens but it's definitely always your choice i don't feel like i feel like yes i could make that choice and these events are going to happen but it's not like it's always going to lead to one thing like you kind of have the power of like you have the power in your hands and i feel like that's what people don't understand and and that's what religion is all about like they're like oh god wanted it to be it'll be like you know everything's fate faded god wanted it that's it god chose it no it's like limiting your power your own power in yourself that you have more power than you actually know and you are the fucking creator of your own story true i believe in that so Mm -hmm. just for clarification you do not believe that there is a predetermined fate and whatever you do is just playing along you don't believe in that okay that's uh respectable either Mm -hmm. way it's respectable um i i i tend to agree as well i think you have like i feel like if i just stopped working right mm-hmm. I, have, I have all these bills to pay right if i just stopped working and just became like just stopped going out of my house i'm gonna become i'm gonna that's literally me rewrite if there was a fate already determined that's me rewriting my fate don't you like because exactly. if i was if i was already going through this path there's no way this path could like deter right or maybe there is Maybe there is a way, but I don't know. I just don't believe in it. Anyway, I feel like everything happens for a reason. I do. I do believe so. Nothing is faded. Nothing is set in stone. I do believe that everything happens for a reason as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know what? That's uh, enough astrology and spirituality. <laughs> okay. Now I'm. Now I'm. I'm. I'm I want to just uh, ask about your TikTok. I heard, oh. I heard, I heard you kind of, um, kind of like a star in the making. <laughs> I hope so. What What do you post on your TikTok? Well, it's very you know eighteen plus content for sure. Okay, like you not know. safe for work. Something you definitely would not show your boss. Yeah. Okay. Because it's like just you know me lip syncing, me in lingerie. And it all kind of started with like one video and it wasn't anything crazy, 
but it like blew up. I started getting a bunch of followers. Because there's some hornballs out there. People who yeah, are, exactly. People, pe- people who are lustful. I guess. <laughs> exactly. How many followers did you have before that picture, before that video blew up? Uh, I had 400 followers. Okay. How much do you have now? I have almost 14K. Jeez. It was, this was all like since like last week on Tuesday. So it's been tomorrow be a week. Exactly yeah. a week. In yeah. a week, you gained 13,000 followers. Yes. 12,000, 13,000 followers. Yeah. You know, I have, I have some experience with TikTok and I can tell you for a fact, TikTok is easy to blow to up blo- on. Like, uh-huh. like you can get famous mm-hmm. on TikTok in like a matter of months. And I've been in that situation before where you post one video, like I posted one video, me and my boys have this uh, TikTok, this like um, collective called Swingman. Um, and we posted a video once and it got like, we posted it in like five minutes, it got like a thousand views we're, and we're freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then like and then we go to sleep and it was like a before going to sleep it was like a twelve thousand views right we woke mm-hmm. up that thing had hit had broken a hundred thousand views and the next week we had like almost a million views on that one video and then that's off crazy. that one video we gained like probably like ten like ten thousand followers that's and, absolutely crazy <laughs> and it just happens you know what I mean. Um, so what are your aspirations though? Like, what do you, like, is this something you, is being a social media influencer something that you want to do? Something that interests you? I mean, well, I've always wanted to be TikTok famous. I mean, I think everyone did. Like everyone had that little, oh, I want to be famous on TikTok. Like how cool would that be? Like everybody has thought that before. And like, I, you know, I've been posting videos for a long time. I had a second account that I deleted. And I took a break off TikTok because I was just like not mentally okay. And I wanted a break from social media. And I just felt like I was dedicating too much time to it and I wasn't seeing any results. And of course that like, that gets to you low key. Like, I don't know, like it's super not talked about, but like not not having a following on on an app can like kind of fuck with your head a little bit yeah it makes you it makes you think because because then you look at everybody else and you're like why why are my like i'm posting like because you feel like oh i'm i'm posting content that is just as good or better better. yeah and why don't i why why don't i have a hundred thousand followers like they have a million why don't i have a hundred thousand just a fraction of what they have exactly yeah i get i get i get where you're coming from it definitely takes a toll on your that's why some celebrities it's it's like an unspoken uh, truth about Hollywood, yeah. where a lot of these celebrities, these people who are famous, um, struggle with um, like mentally, Mental you know, yeah, yeah, like you know, with like depression and whatnot. I believe uh, Justin Bieber was de- was depressed at some point. I mean, you look at videos I mean, of him. Number on him, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, you look at videos of him, and, and sometimes he's like going through it. Yeah. So like, I mean, I don't think. I don't think you've answered my question though. Where do you, do you want to be famous? Like, where do you see yourself on TikTok? Yes, of course. Like I always told myself, yeah, I'm going to be famous. Like I'm going to have followers on TikTok, but I definitely put it aside for a little bit. I definitely wasn't expecting to blow up when I did. Um, I expected it a lot sooner and I didn't have it, but I guess like once you kind of release your manifestation and just know that it's going to happen, and not put too much overthinking thoughts into it, it'll happen. And that's exactly what happened to me. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, if it happened, like if I get an opportunity, I'm obviously going to take it. Um, but I want to do other things with it, not just TikTok on its own. Okay. Now this, um, do you see yourself getting famous off of the content that you already post or do you think you might have to like switch it up a bit? Um, I definitely think I might have to switch it up a bit. I need to cater more to the girls on TikTok as well. Not just the, the men. It's, it's nice to have the attention, but, um, you know, I kind of want like, not just guys following me, which is basically what's happening now. The only reason why I ask you this is because, you know, you post videos um, that are kind of like revealing, you know, like you and laundry yeah. and whatnot, which is perfectly fine. It's awesome. Yeah. It's great. Thank you. But I feel like once you get to a certain point of fame, fame, you start to get like into a position where you can take sponsorships from companies that are worth millions and a yeah. lot of the times they will not even offer you something because some creators okay. some creators they post some things that are just not advertisable right you know what i mean so like if you had yeah. to choose if you if you had to like switch it up what kind of what avenue do you think you'd be going i honestly don't know i it's hard to say because like I like what I'm doing right now and to me it's kind of like okay this is blowing up and I'm getting views right mm -hmm. and if you want to offer me a sponsorship I'll take it but if you don't want to offer me one I'm not going to chase you for it and if you don't want to offer me it then that's on you because you know I'm a very like marketable person I can get you the views so that's that's up to you. And there's thousands of creators on there that you can offer it to. And I feel like I feel like you shouldn't cater your content because of a sponsorship. Uh, I kind of look at like Tana Mojo, for example, like she does and says whatever she wants. And, you know, she still gets sponsors. So it's kind of like you need to be a little rebel sometimes. But, you can't just follow what everyone says. And doesn't she also have an OnlyFans? She does. <laughs> and i'm sure she still gets lots of sponsorships yeah she does i mean she's she's racking right now the thing is that as what i've noticed is companies and just like the world is loosening up a little bit more yeah. like um people like tana monjo are getting sponsorships from like i'm assuming i don't know much about her but probably from like good good uh reputable companies yeah, that's course. great i feel like that's awesome it's called equality right yeah, exactly. Isn't it crazy that TikTok didn't it like blow up during quarantine last year? Yeah, it did. Like, but what has it always been around or? Um, yeah, I mean, it used to be called Musically, if you remember. What? That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, no and then way. they branded into TikTok, and then it like blew up. No way. Yeah. So like so lots of things happened during quarantine i feel like i mean that was a whole year ago right that was like last yep. year right almost two years no way oh my yeah. god you're right so that was like last year so TikTok blew up during quarantine you know what else has blown up during quarantine that what? what i got kind of kind of like in trend what? hookup culture oh yeah don't That's you agree i feel like it didn't blow up during quarantine, but I feel like the aftermath of quarantine, which is kind of what we're going through right now, like has definitely boosted like hookup culture. And why is that? Because 
I don't, I don't know. The, I don't know. I don't know the, the statistic, the the statistics. However, I feel like Tinder must have like gotten a big boost, right? Because like because pe- because people are not leaving their houses, so people are just downloading Tinder and they're like they're just getting on there. Yeah, I mean, I feel like everyone has been cooped up for so long, and to be honest with you, like respectfully, they're just fucking horny. I'm sure, like they just want to go do their thing i feel like a lot of couples have broken up during quarantine and you know everyone just kind of wants to like have the time of their lives right now um and that definitely has boosted hookup culture and you know i feel like a lot of people are scared of emotions as it is right now we're very damaged um society or generation if you want to say it um i think generation is a better word yeah, generation for sure. So we're a very damaged. Oh, fuck, I almost said it again. <laughs> we're a very damaged generation, and you know we kind of just want to have a blast and have sex. And but dude, really- it's two things. Okay, the first one, it's our age. I mean, like we're twenty. Yeah, when we're young. we when we turn, I feel like I feel like the prime time for like sex is like twenty to like twenty nine. I don't know what it is exactly, but when you turn like, I mean, it's in human nature. It's yeah. nothing crazy. It's not a, it's not a big science to it. The, the most reasonable, simple explanation to this whole cup culture blowing up and becoming such a like a big thing recently. It's one because everyone was horny as hell in their houses for like a month or two straight when everything was shut down. And two, because it's just human nature where we everyone is horny. Yeah, I feel like the like it goes through cycles in life. Like there's always a time period where like if you check like back in time, like there's always a time period where like, you know, drugs are booming, like sex is booming, like just like there's always that time. And usually like there's a there's a like a backstory, like something kind of like pushes that because I feel like, you know, before all this, like even though we're a bit younger, like people were so obsessed with being in a relationship. And I feel like that's so like different now. Yeah, now it's like, bro, we don't have time for relationship. The economy, the economy is too bad, too too trash to be in a relationship. I can't even, I can't even afford you right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's that's how it's probably something else that's like contributing to this hookup culture because I have experienced this. Like I I know about it. Yeah, so like, it. yeah, so like, it's a thing. It's like. Do you think it's damaging for society or do you think it's a good thing? I feel like it could be a good and a bad thing. I feel well, I'm all for it. Like, you know, go have sex, go do your thing. But at the same time, like it does create a little bit of toxicity within ourselves. Um, I feel like a lot of people right now aren't. How do I say it? But like they're not acknowledging how they feel. And sometimes they hurt people and that that's not good. Like we don't, we're not about hurting people. Like you just need to be honest about what you want. And a lot of guys, I'm sorry, but they're just not honest. They will play a girl until they get in her pants and ghost them. I know you might not be like that, but a lot of guys are like that. And it's just all about like, why can't you just be straight up with a girl? Like, Hey, I just want to have sex. I know, right? There's girls that will be down to just fuck. I, I feel like it's because, um, some men just don't think it's that easy. I mean, I'm not saying is I'm, I'm not saying women are easy. I'm just saying the hookup culture is yeah. that easy. I feel like I feel like they feel like women are enamored with the idea of a relationship and a man who's going to be there for them. That they want to just lie in order to just secure the kill. The you know, like, like like you know, like yeah, like to secure the back. But 
you know what coming you know what beautiful you are a girl tell me um what are what's your thoughts on that like obviously i think you would prefer it if somebody straight up with you if a man it just says hey but what if what if you like this guy and he tells you oh i just want sex you know what i mean so go well okay it's way okay it's like the closure at the end of the day like would you rather get played for months and like actually really develop more feelings for a guy who is playing you and telling you yeah i like you or would you rather just be like okay i like this guy but he just wants sex so either i know to get out of it because i don't want to gain more feelings or i will shut down my feelings and just fuck like it's kind of like it makes the decision a lot easier for yourself and it just avoids a lot more pain so yeah that's going to be painful for a second to hear but in the long run which one's more painful but would you think okay what if the guy develops feelings too you know because that happens yeah i mean if it's all about communication and you know expressing how you feel and if he feels that way he needs to tell her and i'm sure you know they'll figure it out kind of like it happens you know does happen yeah have you ever used tinder no no <laughs> tinder okay well um i also wanted to talk about how like the like since we were talking about this whole um like hookup culture and stuff like that and like how guys are like with girls like they lead them on i feel like i don't know if you've noticed but on tiktok i've been seeing a little trend going on that like oh guys girls have become guys nowadays like i feel like girls are a lot more like you know you're just like my fuck buddy or like you're just a sneaky link like girls have like kind of overthrown the whole like guy stigma role like the yeah, role the that like the, the roles are have been reversed for the guys explain this to me since i admittedly i don't really use tiktok so how, so how does this trend play out like the trend on TikTok? Yeah, like you said well, it's a trend. Know, so I don't, I don't know. know exactly like the sound or anything, but I've seen a few different types and it's just like, oh, like the roles have been reversed. Like why do you think that is? Um, well, it's definitely like with the hookup culture going on right now. And I just feel like a lot of girls, including myself, we're just like not like emotionally available in a way. And like we're kind of just like fuck guys like i don't know it's just kind of weird I, you know what i i do see a lot of women slandering men and i will not stand for it i will not because there are some genuinely good people out there and i know there's some genuinely bad people out there but listen to me i have a question do you think because of social media and because of tiktok um the reason why women are feeling this way is because they have a boosted confidence Oh, for sure. I feel that a lot. I feel like, you know, insecurities breed, you know, that behavior, like of being like submissive and like not like caring so much about what other people think of you. And I feel like when you're confident, you just don't really care and you do what you want and you do what's healthy for you. So you hooking up with people is healthy. All right, then that's that's what's healthy for you. You know, 
I do think, okay, I have no problem with people having sex out here, hooking up. I feel like it's great for society. I feel like it's it's a healing. You know, sex um, naturally has lots of benefits. Yeah. Um, I believe my coworker said something like, I don't want to just tell you guys about um, mixed information, but he was explaining to me and he's very he's a very smart guy. He was explaining to me how men who jerk off too much, their prefront the prefrontal cortex actually shrinks. You know, the part of your brain that makes critical uh, uh, decisions and thinking and all that stuff, it shrinks. However, when men have actual stimulating sex, it is actually healthy for them. Now, I don't know what it what it is for women. But um, how do you feel? I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't know how, I don't know how much of a sex connoisseur you are, but <laughs> from what you have experienced in the past, do you think it has some healing um aspects to it? Um, I kind of just see it as like you're making a connection with someone, and you know, we're very like social creatures. I feel like so, you know, we we always crave that connection. You know, talking with people having sex, you know, partying and stuff like that. That's all part of like who we are, like mentally and like our psychology kind of. So like, we don't, we obviously feel good when we're like having a good time with others. And, you know, when you kind of like, how do I say this? When you kind of like go into your shell and like just stay home, not do anything, you kind of just fall into like this depressive, depressive state. And it's because you're not really socializing and it's it's crazy like it's it's crazy to think that but that's exactly how it is there is a research or there's something i read so, quite some time ago that mm -hmm. just i just came across and it was like humans literally need human touch they need yeah. human they need love they need to because humans like you said are are social creatures yeah of course. We, we need to make connections and bonds and our heart needs to feel happy you know, yeah. heartbreak is a real thing. Yeah, I know. It's not just, I huh? I read that too somewhere that yeah. like heartbreak is actually like a thing. Like you like have symptoms of heartbreak. Yeah, it like is. Body goes through heartbreak. There's like there's like some strings in your heart or something that like they like like degrade or like snap or something. I don't know how true that is, but it is a real thing. Heartbreak and depression are serious things, and I mean, and, I and they go hand in hand. I'm sorry. I just think it's all about like your, you know, your hormones and stuff like that. Like, like anything that like affects your brain, like mental illnesses and stuff like that. Like, you know, it may not be like your heart actually like breaking, but you know, you go through it in your head. And I don't know if that happens to you, but like when something ends or like it doesn't go right, you just like obsess over it constantly and you can't get it out of your head. Yeah. Like that's happened to me so much and it, it sucks. And I just like have to distract myself in a way. Exactly. Terrible. You, you, yeah. you know what I tell myself to, to make me feel better? What? There's two things you say, you tell yourself is affirmations. My love language is affirmations. I'm going to ask you what yours is, if you know what it is. But for me, I tell myself one thing. It is what it is. Secondly, I did everything in my power. Anything that I could have done, I did. Mm -hmm. And then those two, those two affirmations may help me move on and then distract myself and just try to find different areas of my life to improve in or try to find something that 
I can just pick up like, like, you know, like a new book or try to focus on my job, you know? Anyway, what is your love language? Do you know what it is? Um, I think I have a few, but I think the, like one of the ones that I can really tell you is acts of service. Um, you know, me being like an older sister, I'm always the one doing the, the services and like, you know, cleaning up after everyone and all that stuff. But like me just being able to be like, oh, can you do me a favor? And like, can you do this for me? Like, that's kind of like my love language, like what I like. Um, I don't know what else, what are their love languages? There's, I think there's, there, so there's Afri uh, words of affirmations. There's mm -hmm. acts of service. There's like, um, like gifts, like, uh, yeah. like receiving gifts. And there's um, uh, quality time and touch. Things like five or something. I think quality time is another one for me. For sure. Quality time. So. I feel like when you're in a relationship, which one do you think resonates with you the most? Um, I would say quality time. Spending time with you? Yeah, spending time. I, I've, I've dealt with like kind of like a long distance relationship where they like couldn't hang out too much. Um, and I think that really took a toll on our relationship in general. Because yeah, that I didn't sucks. Feel, yeah, I didn't feel like I was like wanted. Like he didn't make me feel like, oh, hey, I want to see you like and spend time with you so I, and i really value time with a person and also i don't like being on my phone when i'm like hanging out with my boyfriend i've never been like that and usually if i am it's because like i'm whatever we're like both on our phones or whatever but i rather like do something rather than be on my phone of course you, yeah. uh, you need to feel stimulated i exactly. feel i feel the same way i mean if if i wanted if i wanted to hang out with you just be on my phone i would have just like stayed home and like be on my phone just stay on facetime or yeah exactly. like you know be on facetime so all right well it was great having you on kayla thank you for um, having me very interesting topics today i really i really enjoyed listening to your the whole like spirituality thing because i'm trying to get into that too i'm trying to you know i'm trying to get into the whole astrology thing just to you know dip my feet in it but it was great having you on maybe we could have this some other time we could talk about other things some other time yeah, that'd be great. But yeah, this was about, about spirituality and all that stuff. If you definitely want. some other like love stuff, sex and all that stuff. Maybe we have a whole episode dedicated to sex if you like. Oh, that'd be great. I'd love to. There's so many topics we can talk about. For sure. OK, well, this was the Casual Vibes podcast. Thank you very much for listening and have a good one.